This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have it. And I have Girl Scout cookies stuck in my teeth. <laughs> It's also that kind of show. Mm -hmm. It is that kind of show. No, today we are doing a very special show. Extremely special. It is for the first, it's our first sequel. It's a part two. We're trying out this sequel thing. I don't know if there's going to be a... A three-peat? (laughs) Three-peat. That's the word I was looking for. So today's subject is scary food part two. Mm -hmm. We were, uh, we found it so... So much of a relief to to reveal our own scary food experiences uh, that we wanted to hear about some of yours. And so it is also our very first call-in show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are providing on-air therapy for, uh, for our, our poor listeners who've been traumatized by scary food. Yes. So we are going to talk to some of you, and uh, at the end, we're just going to curl up in a ball and die. Well, or maybe is it like... Um Somebody was talking to me the other day about having a massage and how at the end of the massage, their massage therapist like sort of <clears throat> shook her whole body like she was shaking off all the bad energy from I'm sorry, the massage. She, what? She's the, the therapist shook her own body or yes. the therapist? Yes, because she had absorbed the badness from her client's muscles. And maybe that's, that's a, what... That's not very nice. Maybe that's what we're doing today. Maybe we're absorbing the badness of scary food from our our listeners. I haven't had a massage in a long time, but I don't, I don't, I think I would be offended if my massage therapist started like twitching at the end of the (laughs) massage and said I'd given her bad stuff. (laughs) Well, but I guess that's sort of what I just said about our listeners. So, so it seems only fair. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Anyway, So should we go to the phones and and see what badness is lurking out there in the world? Let's see what kind of crime fighting we can do today. This is Claire calling from San Diego, California. Hi, Claire. Hello, Claire. So Hello. we are here to uh, to help you exercise your your scary food demons. So so what frightens you? Oh, I definitely have to say lasagna. Lasagna is quite frightening. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> is it a oh, like my- like lasagna? Really? Yeah, lasagna. No joke, lasagna, and it's awful because. 
Everyone loves lasagna. Everyone does. But You're I, right. I can't handle it. <laughs> Are you scared of what might be lurking in the layers? Or what? what is it? It's just, it's all the layers together and what they become and how they're all congealed and oh. I just they freak me out. Now that you mentioned the word congealed, I mean, I can see how you could associate that with lasagna and congealment, con- congelation, whatever it would be. Congelation, is, is, yeah. Is never a good thing. Now, have you had an experience where, where you came face to face and w- could not help but eat some lasagna? I definitely have in my, my many years of existence, having to face my fear of lasagna. Um, there's one time, though, that, that sticks with me is that uh, my friend uh, invited me to go to dinner at his friend's house. So we, we traveled over there, and she was just pulling the lasagna out of the oven and told me, oh, I just won a prize at the state fair for this, this lasagna. This is the prize <laughs> winning lasagna. When she pulled it out, did it have, like, a blue ribbon on it? Oh, of course it did. (laughs) No joke. So, um, so the blue ribbon and the lasagna come out of the oven (laughs) and, and, um, I said, Oh, that's okay. I'll just, I really like salad or something like that. And she's like, Oh, come on, you have to try it. And I'm like, okay. So we all sit down to dinner and there's the lasagna sitting on my plate and, you have to be polite. My mother raised me correctly and have to be polite and, and take a bite and right. definitely did. And I think one bite was, was as much as I could, could handle at that point and push the rest on my plate. But of course gave many compliments. Wow. Blue ribbon lasagna. Wow. It's served everywhere. You want to see large groups of people you make lasagna and it's like, Oh no, not again. No, yeah, in fact, really um, rough. I, uh, I think the first time we, I had Molly and Brandon over for dinner, I made lasagna. You did? Yeah. It's in my book. It is? Oh. <laughs> and uh, no blue ribbon for me, clearly. <laughs> no blue ribbon for me either. I'm like the world's worst friend now. No, I was going to say that... Um, <laughs> So whenever we would go visit Brandon's grandfather and and grandmother in California, Uh they would inevitably, you know, sort of gather around all the extended family for dinner and pull out two Stouffer's, like, family-sized lasagnas. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. One one was, like, sort of like the the white sauce kind, and the other was a traditional, you know, tomato sauce one. And I mean, mm-hmm. literally, this would happen every time, like clockwork. You're so right. The, the whole world is conspiring to eat lasagna together without you. They really are. They are so much so. Thank you for um, being so willing to explore such bad times with us. Oh, you are so welcome. Yeah, dark days of lasagna eating. Have a yeah, great day, Claire. Much. All right, you too. Thanks Thank for being you. on the Bye. show. <laughs> So I am Jenna, and I am calling from Missoula, Montana. Uh Aha. Excellent. And so what food scares you? Okay, so my scariest food experience has been with a Finnish Easter dessert called mammi. um, How do you pronounce it again? It's called mammi. Mammi. Yeah. (laughs) It's uh, it's a bit of a weird pronunciation, but you get used to it. Mammy, yeah. <laughs> you should see Matthew's face when he says it. He looks like a, a baby who's learning how to pronounce words. <laughs> I feel that way too. Well, if you you got to you have to kind of um, have this cross expression on your face when you say it, like a fin. You just say mammy. 
Okay. And, and really mean it. Say it like you mean it. Okay. Okay. So what is this stuff? So mamzer is a traditional Finnish Easter dessert. And I'm not saying all Finnish Easter desserts are bad or that all Finnish food in general is bad, but mamme is probably the worst thing I've ever tasted in my life. <laughs> that is a strong statement. And I, I know, and I really, I've got to say, I've tasted a lot of bad things. I've had a lot of food fears over the years. It but sounds like you've had a hard wins. life. I, it's been really hard, yeah. <laughs> what is this stuff made of? Okay, so if you go on Wikipedia... <laughs> I see my, your research regimen is just my, like ours. Exactly. It's a great source, I think. And uh, so Wikipedia tells me that mammy is made from this following list. It's made from water, rye flour, rye malt, molasses, and orange rind. And basically what you do with it is you kind of, over time, I'd say the preparation is about three to four hours. You just kind of add in the water sorry, and the rye flour. Did you say three to four hours? Oh well, that's just in the in the in a small pot where you store these ingredients, and then you take them from the pot and then you bake it, and then you have to let the mummy sit for like I'd say three to four days oh, before it, it's ready to eat. Yeah, so, so it, it takes a long time for some good mummy. <laughs> wow. that, wait, 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 wait. Is that like a Finnish bumper sticker? It takes a long time for some <laughs> no. good mammy. Well, you know, fun fact about mammy. Also, um, according to Wikipedia, there is a, a society for mammy. Oh, but there is. So what you dislike about it, is it the flavor? Is it the, what is the texture of this stuff anyway? Oh, my goodness. Well, I, the thing about mammy is it's all in the appearance of it. It is the... That's the very essence of the disgusting qualities of mammy. It it just looks horrible. What is it? it what does I, it look like? Okay, so I told I told you guys in my email. I said it looks like excrement, and I stand I stand behind that remark. It just <laughs> looks horrible. It's it's this it's this kind of just this blob of brown stuff. That's the best way I could describe it. That says it all, really. Yeah, and it, it, that's, that's the best way I could describe it. It kind of gets, when it sits out for a while, it kind of gets this crust over it, and it seems like to pour cream over them, not me. So the cream kind of gets in the crust that's, that's formed over the top over a few times. Yeah, it's, it's pretty lovely. Why, yeah. why did we? Why did we want this on the show? So, so, so does it? Is it? You know. Uh, so do you eat it with a fork or a spoon? <laughs> I'm gonna vote neither. I would. I would go with a spoon. It's more. It's more liquidy. It's kind of got a pudding texture to it, but it's very grainy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hey. yeah, and it's it's grainy right across your tongue, and it just hits every every place where you can taste flavor on your tongue, you can taste mammy. It sounds like it so. would be great for putting on a sponge and using to scour something. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I could see that. Or like like a foot scrub or something. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Something you can yeah. take into the sauna with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the finished sauna. Yes, you could. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If I've learned one thing from this, it is that I am not going to cross mammy. Well, Jenna, thanks so much for uh, for sharing your story on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. Well, thank you, and have a great weekend. Yes, you guys too. Don't bye don't bye. cross any mommy. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> so, what's your name? 
Iris. And where do you live? Seattle. Excellent. Well, thanks for being our in-studio guest, Iris. Uh, tell us about uh, a time you came face-to-face with a scary food. Anyway, my scary food is raw egg, and in 2010, for spring break, we went to Japan, So, and we then we went to Kyoto, and we went to a sukiyaki place. What's sukiyaki? Sukiyaki is a big bowl of really hot broth that you dip meat into. Uh-huh. And and, the, and hold it in there for a while, and then it, and it cooks itself. Yeah. And then sometimes you have raw egg on the side. And anyway, we went to a sukiyaki place, and we ordered sukiyaki, but then the waitress came in, and she, and she accidentally dumped all my meat into a bowl of raw egg. I don't oh. think it was an accident. And then, uh. and then we left, and, and, that, and then... And, but then Dad had forgotten his bag, so we had to go back there. But then anyway, we found a really good chicken place for for for, for dinner. <laughs> that, that is such a good story. So did you eat the beef that had been dipped in the egg? No way. Ugh. I mean, I mean Dad think actually it, likes it. Do you think that you, I mean, wait, was this beef cooked yet? Or were you supposed to take the beef with raw egg and it put it in cooked. the broth? It was cooked, yeah. Ew. <laughs> That's it, it, what is it about raw egg that you think is gross? Everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, because so do you when when you eat eggs like you know for breakfast? How do you like your eggs cooked? Usually it's uh, scrambled eggs. Do you ever eat like a sunny side up or over easy mm, egg? Pretty much the only kind of egg I like is mixed in the cookies or that sort of thing or yeah. scrambled eggs. Yeah, because otherwise, like when you have it sunny side up, it's almost kind of like the middle's raw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like them like that. I do too, but I totally get I it. Sort of like them when we're ha- like having ha- when we're having hash browns. We- Mama and Daddy usually get two two sunny up two fried eggs. Yeah, and I like watching Mama goose all the egg filling out. Yeah, but you know, they from- don't actually like to eat them. Yeah. Well, and for me, the 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 white or the clear part when it's raw is so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, and I'm terrible at cracking eggs too. Yeah, do you get shell in there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So would you would you go back to a sukiyaki place, Iris? Um, but but tell them you didn't want any raw egg. Yeah. Or are you scared off from sukiyaki forever? Come on, <laughs> we would go back to a sukiyaki place. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well. Iris, it has been fantastic having you on the show. Thanks for coming on and sharing your story. That was fun. (laughs) Good. Bye. Bye. Well, you know, that actually went better than I thought it might. Yeah, I mean, in in the sense that we're we're still alive and not vomiting. That's true. I'm not shaking or twitching with badness. (laughs) Yeah. How about uh, you want to split a package of natto? (laughs) (laughs) No. You know, and I want to be sure to thank everybody who was a part of this show. Everybody yes. who emailed us a story that they wanted to share. And uh, everybody who we did a taping with. You know, we actually taped more people than we could fit on the show. I know. I feel a little sad about that. Me too. And we should thank our, our producer and our executive producer and our, our handlers and our um, central casting. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, takes, it takes a village. It takes two. Really? It takes two to make it... Oh, man. That is totally stuck in my head. It takes two to make it outside. Well, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. The show with many congealed layers of fun. I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster-Burton.
<laughs> Whenever Matthew has too much to drink, That's right. <laughs> he, he leaves yak butter all over my dorm room. I'm kind of bummed that none of these scary food calls involve yak butter. <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 